If you are still searching for your Mr. Right or Miss Right, make sure that your heart and mind are in the right place. Make sure that you're not wanting it for the wrong reasons. So many people, myself included, have gone searching for the one person who could make them happy, only to end up disappointed or being even more miserable than ever before. You need to find joy and contentment with being alone before pursuing a relationship with someone. Otherwise, that person will find being alone with you such a miserable place to be. You're listening to Shift Happens Every Day, podcast episode number nine. And today, I'll be sharing with you a little bit of my own journey to finding my own Mr. Right and the mindset shift that this wonderful man brought into my life. If each one of us is a work in progress and we are constantly being quote-unquote worked on by our master creator, then that means every day we are growing. Every day we are evolving. Every day we are expanding. And so that also means that where we are standing right now in life may not provide sufficient space to allow for that expansion. And so what do we do? We shift. You may not have realized this yet, but you shift every day. We shift positions. We shift gears. We shift directions. We shift perspectives. This is just a natural and beautiful part of life. Hi, this is Myla Saavedra. My weekly podcast, Shift Happens Every Day, is all about finding just the right tiny adjustments we can make every single day to make room for these shifts in life without being overwhelmed or shocked, and most importantly, without the need to be perfect. I invite you to subscribe to my brand new podcast show, Shift Happens Every Day. Episodes will be released once every week. So come as you are, bring your favorite cup of joe, and let's get ready to make a big shift. Hey there, it's Myla Salvedra, and welcome to another episode of Shift Happens Every Day. I'm very happy and grateful that you are joining me today because I have some exciting news to share with you. I'm getting married in two weeks. Yes. And as you all know, wedding planning is a lot of work and it takes up so much time. That is why next week's episode will be the finale for this season. I'll be taking a short break after that, but I'll be back in about a month. Today, I'd like to talk about this man whom I will be exchanging I do's with. Since I haven't done an episode wherein I shared my journey story with you, I thought this would be a great way to start by introducing him. Bernie is a significant part of my life now and of who I am today, so I'd love to start there. He and I have been together since 2017, so that's almost five years now. And if you've been following me for any amount of time on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, then you've probably already seen him in some of the photos I've posted in the past. Bernie is the yin to my yang. He is my absolute perfect match. Not saying that he's perfect and not saying that I'm perfect either, nor are we a perfect couple. Ha, (laughs) far from it. But he's my perfect match because for one, 
we have the exact same sense of humor. So much so that we bounce off each other's wisecracks, you know. Sometimes the bouncing off can go on for quite a bit until we're both crying from laughing too much. We're both major goofballs. His crazy matches my crazy, you know, that expression. And we also both cry at movies. Speaking of, we both love movies and we are both huge Keanu Reeves fans. Our favorite Keanu Reeves movies are 47 Ronin, The Matrix, and John Wick, of course. But when I was younger, way before I even met Bernie, I first fell in love with Keanu in the movie A Walk in the Clouds, and then Speed. (sighs) Anyway, back to Bernie. (laughs) Bernie is artistically and musically gifted. He plays the guitar, he plays the drums, and he draws like he should be working for Disney or something. He's very creative. He's a builder, naturally, innately gifted as a builder. He knows how to build stuff from scratch. Pieces of furniture like shelves, cabinetry, wine bar, all sorts of stuff. So obviously, an entire episode won't be enough to talk about everything that I love and admire about this man. But Yeah, I'm extremely thankful and excited to be marching down the aisle and making that commitment to spending the rest of my life with him. But this episode, though, isn't just about Bernie and how I feel about him. This episode is about that one mindset shift that helped prepare me for him and made me realize that he is, in fact, the one for me. My Mr. Wright. But before I get to that, let me share with you this funny story. As I was thinking about what exactly to share when it comes to my relationship with Bernie, I was reminded of this story about a woman in her 20s, and she was praying for her Mr. Right to come. And she had a list of specific qualities and qualifications. Lord, I want someone who's tall, dark, handsome, smart, and financially stable. She prayed. Her entire 20s went by, but she still hasn't found her Mr. Right. So when she turned 30, her prayer changed slightly. Lord, I want someone who's tall, smart, and financially stable. She now prayed. Another decade went by, still nothing. No Mr. Right. Then she turned 40, and she modified her prayer again. Look, Lord, he doesn't have to be tall or good-looking at all for as long as he's smart and financially stable. An entire decade went by again. Still, Mr. Wright didn't come. So, when she turned 50, she changed her prayer one last time. Ah, Lord, please. Any man will do. (laughs) I found this story so funny because it is so true. It reflects reality, doesn't it? And the reality is that when we are feeling desperate, we are willing to settle for just about anything, right? So let me share with you how I realized that Bernie is my Mr. Right. He challenged me to shift my perspective 
on what his role was supposed to be in my life. Now, keep in mind, I am a mindset coach. So for someone to be talking to me about mindset shifts and stuff like that, you're speaking my language, all right? So he already had my attention at that point. And this was what he said to me. He said, babe, it is not my job to make you happy. That is your job. You have to figure out how you're going to make you happy. My job is to love you to the best of my ability and hope to God that my best is good enough for you. Are you hearing this? Are you grasping these words that came out of this man's mouth? Are you listening? And like what I used to tell my kids when they were little, are you listening not with your ears but with your heart? Are you getting this? So let me expound on what Bernie said and what makes it so powerful. Your happiness is not anyone else's responsibility. It is yours. So own it. Don't be passing it on to someone else. Don't be getting into relationships hoping to find the person who can make you happy because no one can. That person is nothing more than a figment of your imagination and unrealistic expectations. And besides, that's such a huge responsibility to be putting on someone else's shoulders. It is your responsibility. It is your duty to your own self to find the center of your joy. And unless you can say that you're genuinely happy and content with who you are, what you have and what you have to offer, I'm sorry, but you're not ready for a relationship because that will just be a vicious cycle of coming into a relationship with unrealistic expectations. And then those expectations, of course, aren't going to be met. And then you'll end up getting hurt or heartbroken again, or you end up breaking the other person's heart and so on. Bernie hit the nail on the head when he said those words. And quite honestly, I was very impressed about the depth of his wisdom, but even more so, the depth of his heart. It takes guts to say those words. Are you kidding me? It is not my job to make you happy. I cannot begin to imagine how many guys would have been slapped in the face just by uttering those words, right? It takes guts. It takes boldness. But it also takes a great deal of wisdom and confidence. Because I'm very sure that if I didn't agree with him and didn't accept those words to be true, Bernie would have willingly walked away from me. Not because he wasn't sincere about his love for me or that he thought so highly of himself or that he thought of himself as being better than me or that he would think badly of me as a person, but because he would be unwilling to put his, to put us both in a position where we both feel trapped in a relationship that wasn't going anywhere because he knew that unless we were on the same page with that, this relationship wouldn't work. And he was confident enough to express that and confident enough about what he's capable of bringing into the relationship that he wasn't willing to settle for anything less from me because he wasn't asking me for something that he himself wasn't willing and able to give. 
I promise to keep this episode short and sweet today, and I intend to keep that promise, but this is what I wanted to share with you about this man that I'm about to marry in two weeks. And I promise I'll share more with you next time. But for now, I'd like to leave this mindset shift with you for you to ponder and to gather inspiration and wisdom from. If you are still searching for your Mr. Right or Miss Right, make sure that your heart and mind are in the right place. Make sure that you're not wanting it for the wrong reasons. So many people, myself included, you know, in the past, have gone searching for the one person who could make them happy, only to end up disappointed or being even more miserable than ever before. The problem is that most people are too afraid to be alone for a while. They can't stand not being in a relationship with someone, so much so that they are willing to settle for just anyone. Why is that? I won't answer that for you, but I'll urge you to ponder that thought for a minute and uncover the answers for yourself. But I will also encourage you to focus first on working on the most important relationship you have in your life, next to your relationship with God, of course, which is your relationship with yourself. Focus on reconnecting with you. Making sure you give yourself enough time to heal and recover from past hurts or past traumas. And yes, you will heal from it. Trust me. But you gotta give yourself enough time for that. You gotta be kind and gentle to yourself. Don't rush it. Trust the process and remember that this process has its own timeline. However much time you need is how much time it takes. Make sure you've spent sufficient time trying to discover what makes you happy and what's satisfying to your soul apart from anyone else, not relying on anyone else. And what's acceptable and not acceptable in terms of how anyone should treat you before you go on a journey trying to discover how to make someone else happy, which, as we already established earlier in this episode, is not your job anyway. The point is to cultivate a healthy relationship with yourself, take care of yourself, love yourself, not in a self-absorbed or egotistical sense, but in a self-compassionate, self-nurturing sense, so that you can give your best to the person that you'll end up being with. And once you've found your person, and he or she sees that you love to the best of your ability because you have this sense of wholeness within you, that person will also be motivated to give his or her best to you. And so it then becomes a genuinely loving and healthy relationship. Because a healthy, loving relationship is not about two people coming together to fill the gaps in each other's lives or the holes in each other's hearts or fixing each other's flaws and brokenness. Rather, it's about two people, each with his and her own sets of strengths and weaknesses, coming together after working on their own issues individually to further inspire and motivate each other to keep evolving into the person they were destined to become. Finally, as I close this episode, I'd like to emphasize the last part of what Bernie said. 
and I hope to God that my best is good enough for you. He was saying that he cannot promise to make me happy because that's not for him to fulfill. But what he was promising was that he will love me to the best of his ability. But whether or not I'll see it that way too, whether or not I acknowledge that to be his best and appreciate it, that will be up to me. So what I'm going to say to you is that once you've learned to love yourself to the point of overflowing, you will have no need to seek validation from anyone else. On the contrary, the only thing you'd be looking for is to share this love with someone. So you are not seeking to gain love, you are seeking to give love. And when you are at that point, when it comes to your self-esteem and sense of self-worth, there is no way you'd still be complaining that the other person isn't loving you enough or he just doesn't make you happy. No way. Does this make sense? It's all a matter of mindset, and your mindset is the foundation for everything you do in life, including the quality of your relationship. In closing, I'd like to leave you with this quote that I myself wrote. You need to find joy and contentment with being alone before pursuing a relationship with someone. Otherwise, that person will find being alone with you such a miserable place to be. Next week, I'll share more about my journey right before I met Bernie and the circumstances leading up to the day we finally found each other. And remember, next episode will be our season finale and then I'll go on a short break. So thank you so much for joining me today for this episode of Shift Happens Every Day. I can't wait to connect with you again and explore more ways to shift our mindset for living a more fulfilling life. Thank you so much for tuning in. Take care and stay safe. If you love listening to this podcast, please leave a review in Apple Podcasts and spread the love around by sharing it with your friends and loved ones. I'd sincerely appreciate your support. Thanks for listening to Shift Happens Every Day. You can access the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.mylasabeda.com forward slash podcast. Please join us again in the next episode of Shift Happens Every Day.